Boom, man, we're live. Welcome, guys, uh, to Amateur Opinions. Very special episode. It's the first time without Deuce, but we got Kai stepping in, uh, the Yo, better what's cousin. Up? What's up? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so uh, now, you get to, now you get to hear the real opinions. Um, oh, for real. For real. Um, can, I, can I settle for semi-pro for opinions? Semi-pro opinions? Semi-pro? Yeah. Semi pro, I guess, but you gotta have takes. You gotta have hot takes if you're coming. You know what? If if it has to do I with, with your craft, you know, if it yeah. has to do with your craft, then I guess, I guess, we'll allow. We'll yeah. give it a pass. When me yeah. and Glenn are just yeah. out here, <laughs> I'm just giving our two cents on everything: medicine, <laughs> art, music. We just out here. Um, but yeah, welcome yeah. to the show, Kai. Um, Thank you very much. Kai was here last week. We were talking about the album. It is out. Go stream it, guys, on Spotify. How many streams are we on now, Kai? 80K? Yeah, I think uh, we're on 80K and counting. Yeah. It still says yeah, so. 45 people listening right now. So. <laughs> oh, for real, right now, as we speak? <laughs> as we speak, yeah. Oh, crazy. Crazy. Um, yeah, so we're sitting at 80K. Go check out the lead single, Blueberry. I saw you dropped a video as well. I haven't checked yeah. that out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check but it I'll out be when you got some time. I'll be sure to um, do so. Yeah, we've got about 13k views, so it's also going all right. I only started the YouTube channel like recently, so okay, yeah, okay. Your numbers are really good, man. <laughs> Your numbers yeah. are good for some. I'm, I'm just thinking of all my friends who've tried to do the music thing and tried to break into the industry. Um, your numbers are impressive, man, in terms of just people yeah. doing it well, as a, I, I don't want to say as a hobby, but yeah. Yeah, well, like I, it is well. a hobby, straight up, straight up. Um, oh, for sure. Okay, then they hire yeah. a hobby, like straight yeah. up. If, like if, if, these numbers if, are crazy for somebody who's yeah, just. If I wanted, if I wanted to do it, I mean, I believe I could have gone to school for it because I believe that there is a massive place for education, and um, it it doesn't matter how good you are without it. You know, that just for means sure. that imagine when you get educated, how good you're gonna really be. You know, and I have no doubt that if I had gone that route, because. I have a good ear. That is something which I, I believe that I, I don't know if I trained or I was blessed with, but that's, that's all right. That's, that's something that's good to admit. It's good to, to, to own your yeah, blessing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, have to. And but you got to yeah, know your weaknesses not, too. You got to know your true, weaknesses too. True, like once true. you know both, then that's really powerful. Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. I can tell you that I'm, I, I'm not good at everything which people say I'm good at. Or for my, I, I don't think I'm good at th things which people say I'm good at, such as cooking or making music or whatever. Because uh, I always think that I, I think I can do more. Because there's always someone better than you, right? And for sure, you know, um, as a musician or as a this or as a poet, whatever. I think if your focus is that you know you're aware that there's always someone better than you, but you also want to be someone that's also better than someone else, then 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 you'll be fine. And the only way you can do that is to educate yourself, find information. Um, yeah. There's no excuse now. We're in yeah. the information age. There's no excuse. Hundred um, percent. And yeah, so I mean, yeah, which goes to that interesting conversation that we're having. Actually, uh, what were we talking about? We're we were talking about. about um, so you were telling me. I mean, you were telling me about how much you've learned. So just on your school comment, I feel you. But just playing devil's advocate here, I think that the beautiful thing about the arts is it's really embraced the university of life more so than other disciplines, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so whether it's music or actually any creative art form, I find but that it's, it's the one field where people are, like you said, we're in the information age and people are utilizing it and really making use of it. Whereas in other fields, I think it's lacking. Of course, you can't do it in every field. You're not going to become yeah. a neurosurgeon well, but here's, from Google. Here's my but. counterpoint to that, um, mm -hmm. easy. My counterpoint is, so when you are in school, right? For sure, yeah. Who wrote, people that wrote the books are the experts, right? And okay. they're not the experts just because they were the, they're the experts, but they're the experts generally because they achieved something, which means that okay. they were really good within that particular field. I'm right? with you. So how, is it, so how is that any different from you watching a YouTube video of Dennis who went to school and really knows how to do this thing? It's just yeah. more fun, right? It's not. It's, it's not. Just, not at all. It's not at all. Just unconventional, yeah, it, right? Yeah, I mean, as in, like, for example, if I'm watching a YouTube video for, for educational purposes, 
I do it in my leisure time while I'm eating some popcorn or just something, right? But I'm learning a lot. But for me, that's not any different to you going into a classroom, an arts classroom, learning about what Da Vinci did because what Da Vinci did is where you're going to get that inspiration from generally anyways. So even when you're just by yourself as an artist, what are you going to do? You look at yourself? No, you're going to look at other paintings. You're going to look at this. You're going to look at, listen to Mm. other music, all of that stuff. And that's part of education. But what school just does, it just condenses it and they just tries to make it. gives it structure. Exactly. And then give it structure and just says, okay, follow it this way. What obviously we don't agree with is how they then just not condense it. They do the opposite right so yeah. it it's 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 just convoluted with just information and and and, and all these things that you, you actually you know, really and i have uh, i have a theory as to why they do that need right so yeah. that's the difference in school so that's why people feel like it does cramp your 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 creativity and everything because in school they say you don't have a voice until you're at a certain stage but For i sure. think that's that is where we miss the point so at the beginning we should say you have a voice right this education you're learning was also done by someone else but there wouldn't be advancement in the education if someone else didn't say actually that's crap i'm gonna do something else that's the only way that you know that that that, that, that education happens so i think you know classrooms just need to change but there is a place for classrooms with art there is a definite place you know there's a girl her name is uh nomi shout out i have such massive respect for her she records her own music she mixes her own music she makes her own beats and it is incredibly clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can yeah. I tell you, there is, there is, I just don't understand. And, 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 and I've heard a lot of people, I've heard a lot of producers, hell, I've heard myself, right? But to be honest, I don't stand a chance against what that lady can do by herself. And it's, is she is she formally educated? Is she a case for? Yeah, like yeah. She just graduated. She just graduated. Um, congrats to her. She just graduated. Uh, uh, with a sound design. Go check out uh, Nomi Shania. I think that's S H A N Y A. Just go listen to her music. It's dope. She does. She's bringing basically old school R and B back. So she's got that Aaliyah vibe. Uh-huh. She's got man. It's uh, and when I just say the quality. When I put my headphones on, because, you know, uh, I'm sure everyone has a good expensive pair of headphones, which they can hear sound coming, proper slapping. And when you hear her music, it's like, what is this? And then I get on my computer and I'm like, okay, uh, let's open this program and try to do what she's doing with this panning and, 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 you know, the compression she has on her vocals. And that's, for me, that's also a lot to do with the education, because she's not putting up the far the, the 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 attack and the release times on a compressors because for fun like i used to do right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she's she knows what she's doing in it she knows that point she's changing has a certain influence and that's part of education and that's not the only reason why she's talented so for all sure. she did was coupled her ear because that's what music's about your ear your ability to hear coupled with that education and everything that goes around and the whole crew you know because they're all musical it comes to something crazy which is why i say education is important and looking at uh, what we're talking about before uh when i was you know telling you about them tricks um the cheat codes the cheat codes yeah the, the the cheat codes you know i i always say it's a cheat code and it's only for people who want to advance in the music business it's people who have uh, a marketing plan a strategy a, a direction um and who know uh the channels to go through in order to get your music out there as much as possible for sure so for sure yeah and and one of those things is like for example we're talking about how the songs are shorter so for example the yeah, artists i thought now, i thought, I thought that was a very good point yeah. and i think i noticed it i want to say 2016 um so I, I'm I'm a very big Kanye West fan. I don't know if we've spoken about this, but I'm an extremely huge Kanye fan, um, almost mm-hmm. to a fault. Um, and I started noticing it with some of his projects from 2016 where the songs were really short. Um, and I, I noticed that Solange did it as well uh, on her previous project. So yeah, maybe just get into that because uh, you, you brought yeah. it up, but I had picked it up as well. Yeah, so there's an element of 
yes, leave them wanting more, right? There, so there is an element of that. Um, but for me, the biggest element is the fact that the shorter the song is, the more streams you get. So as you know, you get almost nothing with streams, uh, especially if you're starting out, especially if you don't have a label that's going to put you in front of line to be noticed by the world. Um, for sure, so we're talking about like point the, zero zero one. Yeah, point zero zero two or yeah, it's I think I was checking the updated, but I think it's like point zero zero four six now or something, something like that. It's but it's minuscule, right? Like, <laughs> how's that even? Right? Is that even possible? Like, you know, I I thought like at one cent we stop. I didn't even know you could go that low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. But and the thing is, it does make sense, right? If the song's available for you to press play at any time, right? Yeah. Why would you? disadvantage yourself as a business and make the song also one buck it just means that your costs are higher no, so for sure for sure with you with i mean you. so 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 business wise yeah i get it and it makes sense so um but that's the problem you know the the, the streaming sites are killing musicians so um what they then do is like okay cool so we're gonna make two minute songs you know i'm gonna make one minute 30 songs and we'll see Right, and then people stream more because before they've gotten into the song, they got to start it again, um, and I think that also it maybe has a false impact on the feeling of music, just the overall meaning of music. It's now about the streams getting multiplied, and I get it. People need to eat, right? Um, yeah. But that's the thing, you know. A long time ago, people used to walk around with CDs. That was harder, you know. You used to pass them around and sell them. Please buy my CD. Guys are looking at you like, nah, bruh. But you forcing, right? That used to yes. be the thing that used to happen. It was great. It was nice. Um, but it was a lot of work. Now, any musician. You see, back in the day, you had to really be a musician to go through the effort. For and sure. And the expenditure, right? But now, you can still make high-quality music with a laptop, and you go. And then you post it, and then you move. And then you can actually become a millionaire, and everyone might know you, and you become famous. Yeah, I think there's pros and cons, right? Like, like you said, too. It's almost become commoditized the industry yeah. um and to your point on songs becoming shorter and the little tactics it's it can leave the the listener feeling you i always feel like i'm wanting more you made the great point where i've listened to the hook once mm. you know i'm just getting into it and now i gotta re replay it again and it's all part of the game so i get why they're doing that um and it's Funny how I, I want to get your take on this, but it's funny how music has changed from I want to say the 90s and the 2000s to now, not in terms of sound, but just like listening habits. Right. Um, I always felt growing up, there were very few artists and I had very little access to music. I either had to get a hard drive from someone or a disc or a memory stick or, you know, getting music was an effort. So I had to be yeah. very selective with what I listened to. And my choice was very um, constrained based on who I knew and what they had access to. And it's so yeah. different now. So growing up, yeah. all, me and all my friends, we all knew the same songs and we all listened to the same artist. Whereas now, everyone's listening to a different rapper and everyone's listening to this different R&B artist and everyone's yeah. listening to... You almost have these niche pockets no. of fan bases now. Whereas back in the no. day... We all listen to Eminem. So all of us yeah. would go and buy like the Marshall Mathers LP and all of us would listen to the Eminem show and all right. of us would listen to, um, you know, uh, Marshall. I, I don't know. Like you, you get the point, right? Or get rich or die yeah. trying. Yeah, we no, exactly. No, no, to the I, same stuff back then. I, I totally get you. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we've totally gone. We've totally gone away from all of that. And um, I you know the the biggest thing as well is we give trash artists a chance that's For that's sure. what this does and 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 not a chance in terms of in making music because it's very relative right uh someone else's trash is another person's uh, i don't know treasure right um but when i say give them a chance is we can actually give them a listen so we give them a chance now as in we even by mistake it shuffles or you can actually pr press just a random person and listen to his trash music and then try and work out whether you like it or not and then dispose of it and put it in the bin and then go on. And it's so right. effortless, right? Because the cost it's, of it's listening effortless. to it is, is a it's, lot less now than it was back exactly. then. The, exactly. The, 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 like back then, I either spent actual money or I yep. had gone out of my way to listen to your song. 
right now yeah. the cost is so low that like you said uh, um i'm actually i'm i actually think um now 21 you know that company no i don't the, i don't the cd company now 21 now 22 now 23 oh yes 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 the, with the hits with the hits yeah with the hits for sure, yeah. I feel like the guy that owns that company must be so upset. This was all his idea. Someone just digitalized his CDs. <laughs> For sure, right? I mean, I, that's that's a perfect example. Like back then, actually, you know, the, the, the now the now concept, right? It was so interesting. So. For our maybe, I don't know if we have any Gen Z listeners, but I'm just gonna explain it to them because they probably wouldn't know. Um, but that's that's the era where you'd have a CD with all of the hits um, mm. for that year or that summer. I, I don't know. It was always a period, right? Um, but that concept alone, it, it it brings another thing that I've thought about. Where back then, Kai, we used to be. It was a singles culture because listening to an album was expensive. It must have cost like. Do we still have Kai on the line? You used to Yo, be. Yo, Kai. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. What what else did you hear? You used to be. Back then, we used to be. You say, what was the last thing you heard? Back then, we used to be. Oh, I was saying we had a we had a singles culture. So it was expensive to listen to an album back then. Because if an album was give or take 120 rand, right? At least legally. Listening to mm. like 20 albums in a year was very, very expensive. You know? So you would resort to hearing all of the singles and hey, why not get this now album yeah. where I'm gonna yeah, get all yeah. the nuggets? Because I don't have five hundred rand to, to listen to five <clears throat> albums. You know, that's a lot of money. Like, but even on top of that, if you look at it from the the supplier point of view, yeah, right, the medium to get the album out was more expensive. So, For and sure. I say that by saying. You buying 50 CDs, right, means that you can't have a album with less than the songs that fit on the CD or else you've wasted a CD. Aha, aha. So we got to make it, we got to put 20 tracks on it. Right? So you have to put 20 tracks, which is Mm. why a lot of the time, a lot of the artists that we listen to actually only have a few hit songs. They only have a few songs that we listen to them on average, right? Yes. So... Um, unless unless you're a hip-hop head and you listen to 50 Cent all the time. I'm talking about the normal person, right, who just listens to, let's just say, hip-hop in a wide range, right? You probably listen to three or four 50, 50 Cent songs if you're just a normal guy, right? And those three or four are probably the ones that everybody knows, but they spread out over his lifetime, right? For sure, so, for sure. But then you think 50 is the greatest artist that ever lived because, right, his songs are, are fire, and the ones that fire are fire. But you forget that he had an album where he had all the other tracks on. Right? And I actually like 50s yes. albums because yes. albums were good. But if I have to look at other artists who you know, one song, it's one song only on that yeah. thing. Everything yeah. else is bedtime listening. You know, all the other songs are bedtime listening. You just, your eyes are closed. You know, only the R&B artists used to fill up an album with tracks because they, you know, they would be on, 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 you know, on the, on the, on the charts um, and all of that, you know, the Luther Vandrosses and them, they had a lot more Substance, widespread, right? yeah, okay. a lot more singles out there. Like, I mean, or rather a lot more songs, which people like widespread. Cause like I said, people just, a lot of artists have actually not a lot of very popular songs yet. They've got a lot of albums with a lot of songs on them. So yes. the amount of songs that we don't know about these artists are outweigh the songs that, we Actually, do that we do right and and it and, was worse back yeah. then it was worse back then because like you said it was expensive <clears throat> to make the cd it was expensive to buy the cd so exactly back then you would judge an artist all all an artist needed was two or three singles for you to like them yeah. but today um because it's so easy for me to listen to your album i'm not judging you by a single anymore I'm judging you mm. by a project. So when I yeah. think back to people I used to listen to when I was young, right? Um, I think of, I don't want to use the obvious M&Ms and 50 Cent. I, I'll use Ludacris as an example, right? I've never listened to an entire Ludacris album. Not one. Uh, yeah. 
maybe I, i'm just using ludicrous as a but i everyone knows that song get back motherfucker you all know me like that. also we, i got a host. oh yeah well, we all know <laughs> we all know those tracks so somebody comes to me and they're like hey do you like ludicrous i'll be like yeah luda's dope because there's like three or four songs that he can perform at a concert and i'll rap along to whereas if ludicrous had come out today right I'd hear that single, but then because his album is so accessible, I'd go listen to it. I probably wouldn't yeah. like it. And now my perception of him has changed because mm. there's not just a yeah. honeymoon phase. Now I'm listening to your sleepers and I'm like, nah, you ain't it. You know, so I also feel like as much as back then you weren't exposed to a lot of crap, I feel like a lot of average mediocre artists got away with it and they made a lot of money because True. True. It, 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 uh, goes both ways. Think about it, it goes both ways. <clears throat> yeah, you're one saying? one hit, one hit wonder artists. They don't really exist in their batches anymore. For sure, for um, sure. Because for sure. songs, there's too many songs, and the songs get off the charts way quicker. So right. your song needs to be dope, and it needs to be really dope. It needs to be Desposito dope. And I'm not saying I like Desposito, but I'm saying the world likes Desposito. Um, for sure. So. It needs to be that dope and that popular to stay on the charts for long enough because you yes. have pressure. There's always pressure. And the guys are releasing music fast now, right? So yeah. um, And people forget now. The internet is just so fast, man. Exactly. So One Hit Wonders, uh, as they're known, like they used to get really big, aren't really common anymore. Yes, you have a hit and maybe you'll make quite a few bucks on it, right? But you won't become the front-facing page of something, right? You mm-hmm. won't be like a, 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 a Wayne Wonder where your song is still getting played now, you know? Yes, Got that somebody, is done. <laughs> she's a beauty. No, bro, you it's timeless, bro, and you don't have that anymore, and I'm so sorry. Yes, they are fantastic artists now, but there's a whole lot of them that in 10 years, if they stopped singing today, in 10 years, nada, right? Because you know, the image doesn't, yeah, yes. it's crazy. Do you know what contributes to that as well? to to the yeah like i think you're alluding to how we're, we're reaching a stage where things aren't as timeless as they used to be right yeah um i don't know if it's the same with you but the number of times i listen to a specific artist or album has decreased because there's just so much so yep. back in the day like i i mean we all know that one album where you listen to it the first time, you don't like it, and then you give it like three or four listens, and then on the fifth listen, something magical happens. Yeah. You but know? now we put trash in the trash, straight, toilet. Yeah. You don't like. like <laughs> if you don't like, I move on so quickly. And even if I do like it, there's so much more stuff coming out that I like that I'm like, oh, so-and-so dropped next week. Uh, is dropping next week. And another person's dropping the week after that. And now I'm listening to albums um, not as frequently as I used to when I was a kid. Um, and I think about how when I was young, if I liked the album, I knew I liked it because I could recite, especially like if it was hip hop, I'd be able to yeah. recite like verse after verse after verse, right? Um, today, if you ask me my favorite hip hop album, I can't like recite the lyrics because I don't listen to it enough. Exactly. Because there's yeah. just so much. Like I can't think of the last time I learned an entire hip hop song, like from start to finish, because it's just, it's just too much. Yeah, you know, and, and it's probably, crazy, right? Because yeah. a lot of the time, like you're saying, what also could happen is, you know, like I noticed this. Uh, uh, I was listening to um, when Stormzy's uh, album came out. Um, yes. Heavy is the head, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a massive Stormzy fan and I love him so much. Right? You actually introduced so, me to Stormzy, you know that. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, Shut you up. actually yeah, introduced yeah, me to Man Like Storms. Um, um, and I, you know, I love the guy. Uh, however, what happened is, he released his album. I loved his album. I listened to all of it at night, 3 a.m., full on. Uh, I think it was actually about 36 minutes or something, so it was a decent length. Listened to it. Uh, listened to it again. Loved it. There were jams. Fell asleep. Woke up. And I haven't listened to the whole album since. Uh, exactly. Because exactly. something dropped the next day, and then something dropped the next day, and then something dropped the next day, and then... Before you knew it, my playlist was too long 
right? Because now also what we don't do, what we used to do is we used to delete from our playlist. We used to make curate our playlists. We don't For curate sure. our playlists anymore. We just throw in whatever, and then it goes down the list. If you scroll down to the bottom song of your playlist, you probably don't even like it anymore. Or you're probably like, eh? And because your playlist now will have 50 songs in it instead of it having, you know, 18 songs uh, with a title that says gym songs. Now you've got mm-hmm. gym songs, 50 of them, because people are dropping bangers too often. Um, that Stormzy point is so great, man. It's uh, it, it was exactly the same with me. I remember listening to it, and it has such a dis- the album has such a distinct start to it, that big Michael track. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember hearing that, I was like, wow, this is powerful. And I've listened to Big Michael like maybe four times or so. Yeah, very good point. Very good yeah. point. Very good point. I was, he, he was actually supposed to come to Daisy's in, uh, in Cape Town. So I was supposed to see him this year b- before COVID. That would have been mad. Yeah. Hey, COVID but, ruined plans, man. But I, I guess, Kai, you also like, you, you bring up the point of it's the business model now where he puts out the album. And even though I'm only going to listen to it once, I'm still going to go to his show. And and that's the area yeah. that we're in now. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. You you can go to your all your art your favorite artist shows now without knowing the lyrics of their songs and for me that is ridiculous that is not how people were brought up with music yeah um, exactly especially I think in the nineties yeah. like nineties kids exactly especially, especially it's not us. how you're brought up with music uh, even the older artists even the Bruce Springsteens of this world even the Michael Jacksons even the the crowd was singing the song along. Yeah, it's very yeah. rare now. I don't remember the last time I went to the yeah. concert where all of us and were, I, were. Yeah, and unpowered. I'm not talking. And I'm not. Yeah, and lyrics. I'm not talking about just one song or two songs. I'm not talking about them performing ten hits that you know. I'm talking about someone that's introducing an album, for example, and they have to perform their whole album. For example, for someone like Stormzy, I know people would know word for word, and I probably would because I would probably listen to the album before I go there. Um, but you find with a lot of artists because they you know that the, they're not performing their albums they're only performing those songs which are crucial to to to, to their success yes sir. um and yeah that's a little bit uh of a cop-out like does it mean you have fillers in your albums does it mean that you just put tracks for the sake of it because even though i may not be the best artist that ever lived but one thing which i always said was i'm gonna try as much as possible to put to make every song a single on the album. Yes, in, sir. I'm saying men- mentality-wise. So I would ask myself, would I release this one? And would I be happy with it in whatever genre it goes to? If the answer mm-hmm. is yes, mm-hmm. then it goes on the album. If the answer is no, then you can it. Because that's 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 disrespectful to your fans. Okay, um, with you. With you. You know, like, why, why are you not putting effort? That's why I love Drake so much. Because... Interesting people can say whatever they like right but you listen to every one of drake's tracks the production's clean the voices are clean uh there is something about it the track there's a concept about it it's not just a song right and you have to respect that whether you like the concept or not you have Mm -hmm. to respect the fact that 22 songs and every one of them is a concept you need to respect that um and i think you know that's why i like him because he tries to venture he tries to excite his fans some more he tries to really put at least every song on the album something that will slap for somebody that is why the conversations when people are discussing their favorite drake songs are the best for me because sometimes i find tracks which i didn't listen to from drake because people are like oh brah but this one brah oh you listen and then i'm like hmm, i like this discussion i don't know what the song is then i listen to it i'm like what i missed this how sure, I miss this in sure. all those mixtapes, bruh? Yeah, and then yeah, it's on yeah, my yeah. playlist, right? So it goes to show that even though maybe you may not like the, the, the track in terms of it's whatever, but if you listen to the essence of it, the fact that it has got a direction, it's got a concept. If someone's putting a theme and a concept for every song they're putting, that means that they're trying to make that song stand out by its own, just to stand by itself. Um, and I think that's why an artist like Drake, for me, is an inspiration in how you treat your fans. That's why he's so popular. That's and why he's like, yes. that's why he's mad popular because mm-hmm. he treats his fans like they want to be treated. Hey, hey, Drake, you know what? You know what would be cool? 
I like that little English thing that you're doing. Drake says, hey, Bob, man. Okay. Whole he album. goes out there, right? He does it. Or he's, things. even even if even if it and and also he say he does it in such a way which it isn't saying that I am part of your culture and I I I I'm trying to appropriate it not for me at least um but he has brought to light a lot of music and I'm telling you if you think that you knew British music before Drake popped in um and gave him Batman dominant murder with yeah, uh with yeah. gigsy gigs, man like you gigs. wouldn't people wouldn't be looking like looking at men like gigs like that bro yeah those types yeah, of tracks sure. people don't understand what drake does it's like fine you're like oh he's cultural appropriating cool but i tell you what he brought gigsy on a track now you know gigsy now everybody For know sure. gigsy now everyone's checking good gigsy point out. good point now man. everyone's looking even... at british culture yeah mm-hmm. it's that's a great point because i had not heard of gigs before that and he was supposed to come to South Africa last year. I actually went to a festival just to see him. Um, he pulled out, unfortunately. But I never saw the connection. Like, you've pointed it out now. Yeah. Um, and and for me, that's it. So when you yeah. hear him, yeah, out there screaming and everyone's like, oh, my God, how are you trying drill? Why are you doing this drill thing? And even the British people are like, why are you doing this drill thing? And then people then fail to see that. Uh-uh. Drake did a drill song, even though you thought it was whack. Y'all listened to it, and then y'all Googled what is drill music because you were like, what's this thing here? And then you yes. went, and then you found, and then on Google, it told you the best 10 artists of drill music. You clicked on it, and then you went, and then you found out, oh, this is drill music. Oh, there's music like this. Yeah. Because that stuff is totally different. It doesn't, the, the kick and the, and the snare don't hit when they're supposed to. It's, 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 it's fast. It's the fastest hip-hop beat you've ever heard. Um, those, all those things, you wouldn't know them unless someone opened the door and drake for me is not afraid to you know there's a difference between immersion and, and appropriation he's not afraid to just come immerse himself in your culture understand it be with you wear man city and man united shirts like they're nothing um hang with the boys hang with stormzy and them and be like yo listen let's do a track together um because i promise you he, drake would never do this unless the other british artists that he works with didn't see anything wrong with it. Yes. And they wouldn't pop on tracks with him unless, because these are respected artists. We're talking Gigsy. He's been doing it since, since a lot of guys' balls before they even dropped. Like, he's been in this thing, you know. So, you know, Fire in the Booth, right? How many people knew that Fire in the Booth existed with lyricists as high level as those British guys? You know, someone yeah. like Rich, the, Rich uh, 32, Rich 32 and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rich, Rich, Rich 3-2, make no doubt about it. People can come at me, by the way, but here's my semi-pro opinion. He's the greatest lyricist I've ever heard, ever, because For the sure. layers that are in there, he's got triple, quintuple entendres, and it's he has easy that, for he, ha- him. he has that freestyle with Avelino. Is it Avelino? Exactly, yeah. Um, find the, the Find the Booth Avelino. one, man. Chills. My goodness. I get chills you know, just thinking I get, about it. I get... You know, I gave my kidneys to these kids. You must be kidding me. Yeah, what? there was, there was, um, what? Yeah, no, it's, it's, w- no, if they had to stop it, bars. right? They had to stop it. They were yeah, like, nah, you had nah, to nah, stop nah. it. Charlie we was like, no, again. shut up. Charlie was like, what? Yeah. yeah. You know, there's that line where he says, you know, we all got bars, but nobody had, no, but nobody has the brew, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, well, I mean, like, who, who thinks bars, of that? Nobody has a brewer. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, you know, I'm black as a you, know, you bring it, to find my own Gaga. Gaga, you know, oh, yeah. man, bringing just... sand, bringing sandwich to the beach, bring sandwich <laughs> to the beach in the hopes of finding tuna. Who says that, bro? <laughs> you mad? You know, he even goes into that Jay Z reference. You know, uh, where where he talks about you know sitting on the. Where he quotes uh, every album. I think he quotes clothes. exactly. He, he quotes, I'm gonna give I you think... reasonable doubt. So when you see me change, uh, I'm gonna give you reasonable doubt. No, I'll give you the watch blueprint. Me change clothes. I think he starts with watch the throne. Yeah. He's like something like watch me watching the throne as I change clothes. And no, it's blueprint. I think it's blueprint. I they, I give you the blueprint and give you reasonable doubt. Um, well, why you change? So when I'm sitting on the throne, st- when I see me on the throne, they watch me change clothes. Something like yeah. that. But yeah. that's that's mad. You know? Yeah. Like, no, Kai, that's not that's not a semi pro opinion. That's fact. Um, like it's it's not and, and the thing is I know people will be like insane. oh no Tupac Tupac no no guys I'm talking about lyricism here and I'm and I'm saying this guy if you haven't checked him out you'll know and by the way you people wouldn't know Charlie Sloth and Fire in the Booth and all of that stuff to the great extent also if Drake hadn't showed up and Fire in the Booth he showed up and Fire in the Booth and I don't even think it's not even it doesn't even get anywhere near a good verse right 
yeah, but that the fact that he did it it was that yeah that, that that flow right yeah yeah i think it's because yeah. he was uh he was i think he was faded he was drunk 100 percent um <clears throat> but that and it was also i think his one was probably a freestyle freestyle because drake normally writes actually better than this um and that brought something else so everyone's like fire in the booth drake's on fire in the booth oh what are all these other ones and then you listen to them and i think yes. that opened up a whole culture now british music is getting the respect that it deserves for sure um for sure and you know and it's you know there's so many examples on of artists who do this it's not just drake there's so many examples of artists who do this you know guys like wale coming to do spiriti with with questa and you know yes um things like that it it's it's it does a lot it's it's you know so yeah yeah um speaking of drizzy drake what's your what's your favorite you're talking about like you love how people um talk about their favorite track what's what's your favorite track by him just off the top off the top best i ever had you want to know why Uh, i'm not a fan but tell me why tell me why i'll tell you why because there's because it, it always puts me in a certain moment in time and i remember chilling with the boys high school with the boys and uh, they were coming up to top fields and they were talking about the song i hadn't For heard sure. the song because i d- i don't have dstv and all that so what did i at that time i don't know but i hadn't heard the song i, I wasn't music video guy i don't think um and uh yeah i heard the boys that were talking about it They're like yeah have you seen the music video to the song um your bra oh and then i was like huh what do you mean they're like your bro you don't know bro and they start talking about like you know when uh when he tells them like in the changing room and 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 the girls are super fresh and all that stuff and i was like oh this is dope i need to find this music video um and i remember listening to it and i was like who is this guy Mm -hmm. because i couldn't believe his cadence because drake has a voice that people don't realize that no one else has drake has a voice that it's weird it's got amazingly clean low register with clean you know mids and high mids which don't need actual that much work in them people Mm -hmm. have to mix their own vocals so much to sound like drake but drake doesn't actually do much to his vocals you know if you listen to 40 and if you and if you hear but that's because he's got this voice and his cadence which just works and he created a style just that worked right and if you start listening to the type of beats that he started going on you know this whole ovo type of beat this 40 because 40 is an amazing producer yes you know that whole thing and i listened to this thing and i was like baby you're my anything you're all i ever and then the same guy just switches and changes and he starts rapping as well um and also not only does he stop start rapping but he also changes his flow for no reason somewhere Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. because he's trying to make a point when he's talking about uh uh something about an autograph and you got it for their sister you know and he was the first guy that i heard playing around you know but i can make it yeah yeah like it was it was weird i just don't know what it was but it popped it slapped it was slapping in the ear because he just had his cadence right and everything and that's why because that's my first memory of him uh but fear if i have to say uh, my favorite 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 track it's fear um what album uh, was that on the first one i think the same one as best i ever had okay um fear was an amazing track one of one of his best best few verses that i've uh that i've heard from drake there um so i like that and obviously a lot of others which uh, a lot of people like from time is also one of my favorites um and uh obviously pound cake who can forget pound cake yes um, yeah but yeah so i mean yeah he, it's just his what he brought was so different just like what also made me love t-pain and stand up to listen to t-pain because he you know the guy can sing but he realized okay why am i going into a saturated market where there's always someone that's better than me there's neo in there there's asha in there so why am i going in you know nah so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna sing good because that's why t-pain's auditude never sounds off key no matter what happens because he's singing wow all he's doing is putting the most robotic voice on him and it's just so beautiful that's why people always are trying to find the t-pain sound yes sir. but it never is fully the t-pain sound because okay. t-pain created the t-pain sound mm-hmm. and the amount of respect you have to have because he's a producer so he knew what he was doing 
this, I feel you. I mean, this this wasn't this was calculated. It wasn't just like, you know, you could listen to I'm Sprung and you're like, you you hear it start and you're like, who's this? You know. Yeah, it's so, it's, it's so distinct. It's so distinct. It's so distinct. You, you right? don't even then, doubt who it is. It's it's immediate. Exactly. And if you hear his first intro in that, you hear the layering on the voice and you hear he's he's harmonizing and he's it's his natural voice, right? And then it goes into she got me doing the dishes and then that's when the auto tune comes and that also did something to people. People mm-hmm. were like, Hey, is this man a madman? Because the only time we we're listening to auto tune was when it was in bits and pieces. Like sure, believe. For you sure. Know? Everyone went crazy because sure said, I believe in for yeah. like literally fifteen seconds of the song and then everyone's like, Dope, auto tune queen um write that um so i mean yeah it's just about also what you bring you know so um, let me yeah. let me ask then um i'm, I'm just I, you know what i just like i i mean i could talk about this stuff all day uh and i'm i just i'll be curious as to how actually two questions yeah is drake your favorite rapper like given what no. you've said now you know no um no. nowhere near <laughs> not not near you said no 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 he's 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 my favorite one of my favorite artists but not specifically my favorite rapper oh okay okay i see yeah um and and then another thing that i wanted to ask just for fun um is did you see the these it was a, a me not a meme per se but this picture that went around with bill clinton holding four music albums and everyone was putting their top four together yeah. Um. Did you see that photo, by the way? Yes, I saw the photo. I didn't. Did get you do it? Did you do it, by the way? No. Okay. So I wanted to know, like, that was my first thing. Is um, is Drizzy Drake your favorite? And what is like your top four? If you had to pick your top four across genres, across eras, what what comes to mind? And let's maybe make it interesting. Where like you can't pick two albums from the same artist. Because if I could do that, it, you'd find maybe one artist with three albums in there. Okay. Uh, well, without even trying to mince our words, right at the top, album number one, The Chronic, Dr. Dre. Let's not even... Okay. Let's, that's not even a discussion. For that sure. got me into music, that got me into producing, that got me into... Like, yeah, Dre inspired me. He's my guy. Um yeah, big, big 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 man was recording straight into tape recorders and stuff stuff was sounding fire. So so I'm there with him. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, that's that's one. Number two, I would uh, always put Blueprint, uh, the one with the blue cover. Which one was it? Blueprint two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it has one of my best songs, which is uh quite underrated. Um, uh, Profanity All Night by Jay Z. Nah, uh, nah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't listened oh, to Jay's earlier stuff. I won't lie. I, I haven't listened oh, to his early discography. Man. Yeah. yeah. Listen to Blueprint too. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also had the CD. Got the CD for that one. Okay. Uh, the Chronic. I also had the CD for that. Um, uh, what other album did I love? Um, also, uh, in my top five, I don't know where exactly, but Stormzy, um, Gang Signs and Prayers. Okay. Um, as an album, it's in there definitely, um, and I would say uh, it's cross genre, by the way. Hey, like everything. Is this? Oh, is this everything? Everything. Are we talking everything? Okay. Um, Are those still in the top three? Like those three? Yeah. No. They're, they're still there. They're still there. Okay. Um, but we're talking about albums, eh? Not yes. artists, right? Yes, albums. Okay, great. Uh, I'm gonna say a very uh, contradictory yet mad uh, take here, because last time I said I didn't like gospel music. However, a gospel album is actually in my top five. Okay. Um, and it's. M- not even about the fact that it's gospel it's um more the fact that when he, his name is chris tomlin okay, uh, I never heard of first him. album um and at that time i was going through a phase which uh i was really really into rock music uh, i've been into every single type of music like 
fully in, like knee yes. deep in, including techno. I've been knee deep. Um, For sure. That's why I like all elements. And uh, I remember listening to it and it had all the songs which I used to sing at church, which I used to like, um, which had such a nice chord progression and a nice whatever. But he did, he redid all the songs, um, but they were in a way I'd never heard them before. So, um, in that phase of that rock phase, not, not strong rock, by the way, I'm talking about like pop rock stuff. I'm talking, you know, just, just like stuff like white people like, and that was, uh, yeah, it was, you know, that I I just liked the album and I, and I remember I downloaded it many times. I copied it on CD many times. My mom listened to it many times. Uh, I've looked for it. Um, and it's so funny because there's, I think, three albums which are gospel albums which don't sound like uh, specific gospel and they're just really amazing albums and the message in them is fantastic. For sure. Um, but they don't follow the norm. You know, that's why. Okay. And then next um, track, so yeah. track four? Or album four? Uh, album four. Does it get yeah. trickier? You have to, like, think about it. Uh, is it that stage? Yeah. Yeah, it gets trickier because... Like, you know, when you think that you liked an album, but then you realize it was three songs. Um, but, uh, ooh, this is actually a tough one. Uh, tough one. Do you, do you already have a top five? I, I, I have a top, I would say I have a top four. Um, but it's a little Tell bit. Tell me a top four while I, while I think of. The other. So number one for me is um, Discovery by Daft Punk. Um, Ooh, that was a cold album. It, oh yeah, yeah. It just uh, it's it's um, it's probably number one for me, man. Like there's just something about it's probably the most complete album I've ever listened to. There's very few albums where I like every song and I'm not compromising. Because sometimes I I lie to myself. Like sometimes like I want to believe that I like every song. So even that one song, I'll be like, oh, I like this song, even though I don't. Discovery is the, the one truth. album from from one more time. Just the way it starts, you know, um, to the end of the album. It's just amazing. Did you watch the Interstellar movie that they did, by the way? No. Um, so they have a they have it's called Interstellar Triple Five. So it's literally. Um, did you ever see the music video for One More Time? Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 basically an extension. It's a whole movie. And that that music video that you've seen is literally just the first opening part of the movie. Um, you should check it out. It's really good. Um, second, I'm going Kitsy Ghosts. And the reason I'm seeing Kitsy Ghosts is because I needed to like sneak in Kanye and Kid Cudi, who are probably two of my favorite artists. So okay. when they eventually collabed, um, I thought it was special. Like It just worked. I got everything I like about Kanye and everything I like about Cudi. Mm. Uh, third is Jungle. Have you heard of Jungle, by the way? British brand. I have heard of Jungle, yeah. Yeah, so 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 I'm going Jungle, third. They make, like, groovy 70s-infused um, music. And then fourth... Oh, this one's tough. I don't remember what my fourth one was. Uh, I think... Uh, wow fourth one i actually don't remember what my fourth one was huh yeah like i think after after three you 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 start to think about it quite a bit you start to think about it quite a bit yeah i would say actually my last two um i'd actually I, i actually thought about it i was like wait where am i going there's like this was my thing like um but uh alicia keys okay uh the diary of alicia keys okay 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 is that Um, the one with falling um is it the one with falling um no i know it's the one with diary okay Uh, is that the uh, i'll i'll keep songs of a minor i think it's probably the one with falling i don't know okay um yeah songs on the minor i think yeah songs on the minor has got falling in it that's the one with like all the jams okay like, for sure falling, rock with you like you know all of those um 
but yeah i liked um that one and also the last one is also an alicia keys album um i'm trying to remember what the name i think it's called you're putting two alicia keys that she's that good yeah she's one of my favorite artists uh in terms of like just quality because i've listened to the album back and forth a million times for Um, sure and whenever i refer anyone to alicia keys um the 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 first thing i do is i always refer them to the song you know butterflies okay i don't think i've heard it um oh yeah no yeah that's why i like it yeah because it's also in a songs songs in a minor that's the jam album the one with falling as well um okay okay i see it's 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 got a prelude which is called uh why um no never felt this way yes and then it slides into butterflies like slickly it just slides into it okay it's beautiful yeah it's interesting alicia keys yeah she's uh the last two of my uh thing because man um i i just i was listening to her verses the other day with uh, john legend um mm-hmm. and i think with alicia keys it's always been more than just her and her voice it's always been the vibe yes yes it's something um, more right yeah the whole thing so um the vibe the the dress sense the that real you know I'm, the whole package essentially I, the whole package you know it just comes through bag, you know, like that whole thing, you know, and she's beautiful and she's just like, she just seems real, you know. Yes. Um, the, I, yes. I, I was found myself watching The Voice just because she was there. Um, <laughs> and like, she just vibes, man. And look, her husband is one of the greatest producers who's also in my top five greatest producers. For sure. Uh, Shout out my next Susie. And, and he stays. Swiss stays in there. Yes. Like, he doesn't go anywhere from that, you know. Swiss stays right there with Kanye, Dre, Timberland. He stays in there, you know, stays inside. So, I mean, which which is another hard conversation, by the way. Top five producers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine. That's it's, it's almost impossible. Like, for sure. Okay, well, obviously, we know at least three, right? Yes. Um, But what we have to do is we need to talk to each other and say, wait, are we talking about hip-hop? Producers or oh, we... producers all time because there's a hell of a lot of people who didn't produce in hip hop primarily, like produce the Beatles and stuff. And there are some top class producers who maybe produce one or two tracks for some hip hop artists at a time. Um, but they're also great, you know. Like, there's some guys which I'm just like, huh, how did mm-hmm. you find yourself? Um, would you put, would you, know, you put, uh, was it Quincy Jones who did Michael's stuff? Yeah. Would you put him in that? Would he be in that conversation for you? Basically. Okay. So that, that, would, be, wasn't that just, would be quite a conversation because yeah. you would have to go so far back and across yep. a lot of genres. Exactly. You'd, you'd probably exactly. want to like slim it down. And and you'll find that once you start really getting into it, you probably only have one representing hip hop. Oh, for sure. Which is only fair, especially depending and, on like yeah. what you're... Because I mean, and it's, then we bring yeah, in and the it's probably not the one you think either. Guys. Yeah, it's not even the one that you think either. You know, like, and yeah, and so it's 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 actually mental. There's too many. Like, there's just and there's some guys which would be like, oh, what you're a producer too, you know, who are producing sure. some of their own For music sure. in their own albums. You're like T Pain, you know, and he was producing other people's albums. You know, Lil John, you know, so like. It's 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 quite a conversation actually. That that one. Yeah, is, I think that one is a challenge because you probably don't even know your favorite producer is your favorite producer, right? You exactly. S- you're sleeping. You're sleeping on your favorite. You're sleep, you're, you're yeah, you probably found out that Scott Storage pr- produced your favorite song yesterday. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, for like sure. It's it's mad. For sure. So, <clears> oh man, yeah. yeah, that's that's um, yeah, that one would be a tough one because I'm even struggling with. With top five, like I said, uh, of the ones that I gave you, and I think of three more, I probably put. <sighs> wow, it's tough, guy. It's really tough, man. It's really tough. But I'm I'm probably going with something like a good kid, Mad City. 
in there. Um, really, really enjoyed that. Uh, and since you had Alicia Keys on there twice, um, I might even go watch The Throne for sure. Really, really like that as well. Heavy. Yeah. So that's that with producers. I don't even want to begin because where do you start, you know? Um, I think it's it also it's also always changing and you forget how much you liked someone and they can slip out of your top five, you know, very hard, very hard. Um, last one. What do you think of, um, are you, are you a Frank ocean fan by the way? Just very random. Mm. Wanted to know what you think of him. Not really. Interesting. Cause he has quite a following, like a huge, cult like following. Hmm. Yeah, great artist, but not not a guy which I've listened to consistently enough. I know he's got a fantastic voice. I know he's got great success, and I also know that he's got good music. But like we talked about before, it's just too much music. For and sure. I can get my dose of Frank Ocean from some guy called Jibril Tangani, who I would have found on Spotify as well. You know what I mean? Yes, he's, sir. And and the reason which you probably say he's not as good is because he's not Frank Ocean, but same voice, same mixing, yeah. same sound, same vibe, same feeling. Yeah, and that's the problem, that I get the Frank Ocean vibe from too many artists that are around and they're being suggested, you know. Interesting, so, and I, okay. You know, and, I, and I don't stick to artists because they're artists. I give everyone a chance. You know, Fair enough. The guys who have just started you know sometimes i go sprawling on my spotify just to find some newer artists without even a lot of followers and sometimes i'm like hey this sounds this nice is fire right add, add to playlist add to playlist you know yeah because the, yeah. the music doesn't care how many hits it has or how many views nah. or listens right and no one's gonna find you actually no one's gonna <laughs> like that's one thing i care about now because of spotify and stuff no one cares what you find them listening to right because now yes, you sir. can actually say to yourself uh, no, that's actually my bedroom playlist. So what? Do you not have one? Are you yes. Mad? You know, because everyone has a playlist. Like if you type into Spotify, uh, playlist for sitting on chair board, you're going to find it. It's there. For sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's that thing. Okay. Okay. No, interesting. Good take. Very good take. I think it, it goes full circle to what we spoke about. Like you said, there's just so much. There's a playlist for everything and there's just not enough time. Um, exactly. Yeah, King Kai, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, right. Like I said, tell everyone where they can find you on social media, where they can listen to your music. Yeah, um, um, my uh, music name is What's Cooking in the Kitchen. Uh, one word, uh, no apostrophes, none of that, no grammar. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, What's Cooking in the Kitchen. Uh, all socials, Twitter, What's Cooking in the Kitchen as well. Um, Facebook, What's Cooking in the Kitchen. Give me a follow. Um, I'm going to be releasing a new song in about two weeks, so stay tuned. Um, okay. It's going to be, uh, a, yeah, it's going to be a power thing. Um, yeah, and there's going to be some, you know, a few more songs which are going to have a little bit more meaning soon that I'll be releasing, which um, will speak to people, you know, um, you know, like, you know, songs about, you know, because I, I really want to start representing uh, the songs of our songs of struggle in a more in in a more classy fashion so okay for example um we always create rap music to vet to vent our anger right mm-hmm. so what's that guy little baby or something all these guys have names like baby what's it probably is fat a little baby babies. Okay. yeah it's gonna be fat baby next but he has a a, a single called um uh what the bigger picture or something and mm-hmm. it's one of those songs which is talking about you know black lives matter stuff right so um how they're going to be doing this when we're like this all of that stuff right so it's it's obviously got bars in it because anything that you say about racist people is bars um yes. uh and it's too it's like the whole autotune thing so he's singing the whole thing so i can't listen to it a lot i know it's a struggle song but nah um and <clears throat> I'm actually uh, trying to remember. Oh yeah, so I want to represent 
because what little baby's doing is he's talking to himself as well and he's talking to people who believe in the same opinion that he has for sure um and so are you going for a similar vibe in your next project or like a similar direction so, so my vibe is trying to get everyone to listen to it okay right so okay. almost celebrating the things that we're also good at because uh i don't believe that the only thing we're good at is being angry um and upfront on on vocals on tracks i also believe that we are good at playing instruments i believe we're great at singing i'm i, I think we're g- what we we have good soulful voices as as people of color that are very different of course we can never you know run away from that fact black people have a very different voice from white people more yes. soulful voice um and that doesn't mean that it's better it just is more soulful so if you want to go for a pop a pop record then you normally getting a white person if you want to go for a uh r&b jam most of the time you're going for a black person um and um yeah so i want to almost uh bring to light some of the things that we may be good at but still show that there's pain in the music right but not let the music be uh you know drowned out by your anger and your sadness Okay, right. so you you um, you still want that to be a component of it, but it's not yes, necessarily the exactly. tone or the mood. Yeah. So okay. I want you to celebrate being black. I don't want you to be angry about how they treated you while you were black. Okay. You know I'm what I mean? Okay. The whole black time because vibes. yeah, exactly. So I just yeah, black excellence. I just want like you'll hear everything. You'll hear, you know, if you want to hear a little violin, then you're going to hear it. Like it, but the message is going to be there and and um you know there's you know there's something about that uh there's one which i'm doing looking at uh you know violence against women um uh, i've got a woman perspective uh on the track um it still has a vibe to it but it's you know it's also telling a story um because you know what i also want to do i want i also want men to be able to sing those words because when you say words there's more impact Mm-hmm. Uh, when mm-hmm. a, for example, when a racist says, uh, "I I see that I am racist," uh, there's so much power to those words. Yes. Uh, when you know, so I, I want to bring that sort of thing to say. Okay, so it's a song sang by a girl, and she just said, um, "Why are you touching me like that?" Um, whatever. But I want I want you easy to be like, "Why are you touching me?" Like? And then to be like, "Wait, what am I actually saying?" That's mad, right? And then uh-huh. to because it's our pers- it's actually a male perspective that that is the problem here. We cannot see what we are doing, uh, sure. just like the racist perspective. They cannot see what they're doing. You know, For they're sure. not aware. Yes. We are aware to aware. We are too aware about it, uh, but they're not. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm trying to, to bring. You know. Um, an artist has done that to me before you know we were speaking about frank ocean um Mm. well i brought him up but just to ask you how i feel about him and the reason he stuck out for me quite a bit was he articulated the thoughts of i want to say the lgbt or maybe just a a gay gay black man yeah a lot more like i never like got into their world and i mean i have friends that are gay and um the conversation never gets to that layer or to that depth you know yeah and um he has a song where he has a line where he says um my guy pretty like a girl and he got fight stories to tell you know um and i'll be listening to it and i'll be singing it like with all the passion but it's i'm singing about my boyfriend even though i'm straight you know so right if yeah, so I'm out there going, my guy pretty like a girl, and he got five stories to tell, and I stop and say to myself, ah, it's actually pretty gay, but I don't care, I'm in it, you know. Um, yeah. And I think if you can do the same thing with gender-based violence, where you can have people reciting um, the message that we're all trying to get across to a lot of men, I think that would be really powerful. So I'm yeah. excited for and that. Uh, yeah, that's I'm that's really wanna, that. what I want to do, and, and and I hope it's it's successful in the way i want but uh let's hope i can start releasing the next two weeks uh i might just release three tracks i don't know yeah we'll see um, we'll feel it out we'll see yeah yeah, yeah we'll see but kai this has been yeah. great let's wrap it up um guys go follow kai um go check out his music uh my 
personal favorite off the album uh i by the way i did want to tell you was the second last track which was i think it's is it peaches the pause um yeah i think that's it i forgot i forgot the name yes the pause yeah that's yeah the, the pause yeah so the, the yeah. pause was a standout so uh I, I urge you guys go check the album out let us know what you think and yeah, this has been great. Kai, thanks for stepping in for Deuce. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't just step in. I dove right in. Right. Gonna have to build a, you might have to build a statue. You know what I mean? Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. No, but thanks a lot, guys. Uh, that, this, this, was, uh, this was lovely. Um, and um, yeah, to all those people who listen to the Amateur Opinions, please continue to listen to the Amateur Opinions. These guys are great. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. These are Amateur Opinions. If you like them, you can take them. If you go, don't, you can leave them. Peace out.